0: Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference in Melbourne in August this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have the privilege of introducing Rob Carruthers. Rob is the co-founder of Movementality in Melbourne and holds a Bachelor of Physical Education specialising in exercise and sport science and exercise prescription. Rob trained with various Pilates bodies from 2012 to 2017, amongst completing his Master Practitioner Training in Functional Neurology in 2015 and has subsequently presented workshops across Australia on a wide range of topics exploring the link between Pilates and functional neurology. Rob's presentation at the conference is titled Pilates in 3D, Breaking Out of Isolative, Singular Plane Movements for Functional Progressions. Rob, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Rob, could you give us a quick overview of the presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference?
1: The overall theme is beautifully summed up in the title. I just want to get movement to be a bit more explorative. I've found that in my experience, often Pilates can be very two-dimensional, very singular plane in how we often deliver exercises. And I think that definitely has a place. And I want to encourage the opportunity for people to explore past that once we're through that learning phase where people are still a bit unsure and can we load them up can we get them twisting bending moving all sorts of different ways still within the basic pilates context but starting to explore them. the overall theme being about building robustness so that people are highly capable of doing whatever they want as opposed to being able to only work in single plane movements where they feel completely safe and secure all the time.
0: Sounds so great. I'm hearing in your description there, your experience coming through when it comes to putting Pilates in the real world, as opposed to sometimes just going through a set of exercises and not necessarily making a link between really getting to know the methodology and putting it into practice in your body in the real world and going about your day-to-day activities. It's definitely
1: something that I saw early days of my Pilates training, particularly the clinical stuff when I did it back in the UK. It was all very two-dimensional, single-plane movement stuff. And that was because it was very heavily influenced by physiotherapy. Really great early stage when you've got People coming through with unstable injuries and lacking confidence, but that's not where they have to stay. And I do see that happening a fair bit where the practitioner might try a couple of times to nudge a client in the right direction and they rebut it pretty fast for whatever reason. And then all of a sudden it's just written off and they've got a dozen things that work really well for them and they're not really willing to move past that. Sure, you might leave that for a little while, but maybe come back to it, rebuild your confidence, uh, bring up their confidence as well, and then see where there's a bit of scope to gently progress them and give it six to 12 months. Who knows what they'll be capable of.
0: And it sounds very much like a working relationship with your clients, getting them on board as well as making sure you challenge them in your programming.
1: Uh, It has to be like, if they're not going to buy into it, then don't even bother. When I have those clients come into the studio, they only last three or four weeks with me, and then they'll land with someone who's a lot more forgiving.
0: Rob, was there a specific background experience or a specific learning that you had yourself that was the catalyst to creating the content for this conference presentation?
1: I think there's definitely elements of the training I've had in terms of the original Pilates training, where they might have touched on a couple bits. And then bits of exploring myself with looking outside the Pilates scope at different training modalities. Then it really came together quite nicely when Carla Mullins organized for Philip Beach from New Zealand to come over and he ran a few workshops in Melbourne in 2019. He's done some phenomenal groundwork and got the research and got the evidence and put it all together really nicely in some of the work that he's done. Not related to Pilates at all, but just bringing in good movement functional movement, fundamental movements. I think the Phillip Beach stuff tied it all quite nicely together, gave me a clear platform to work from. And then me exploring in the studio, it's come together a lot more into this broader workshop that I ran last year for the first time was really well received. So thought we'd bring it to the PAA.
0: Your experience as a presenter, Rob, is remarkable to be able to bring to the PAA conference Because the quality of presenters as we're making our way through this podcast series is abounding. And I think it's a really exciting time for delegates to sink their teeth into the schedule that is available at the PAA conference this year.
1: Yeah, it looks awesome. So good to see so many Australian presenters coming through and delivering their work. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: For your workshop, Rob, for those considering coming into that presentation at the conference, what will be the top couple of takeaway ideas and concepts from your session? I think having
1: the confidence to try and move people in way more multi-directional movements. It doesn't have to be complicated. I feel like I'm a reasonably simple-minded guy. I don't like to make things super complex. So I don't want to dress it up in fancy words and catchphrases and whatnot. I'm just going to speak to what I find works really well for me in the studio and obviously bring in bits of feedback from clients and from other practitioners in our space. But it's just simple ways to really try and make people explore their own movement loaded with the support of the Pilates equipment to help build robustness, make people be confident to move in any which way they want.
0: So great and so functional. And Rob, after coming along to your presentation, what will participants be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return back to work on a Monday after the conference?
1: I'm hoping the confidence to take a lot of the movements that they already do and explore where they can add in an extra twist or an extra side bend or an extra flexion extension adding in extra movements to the things they're already doing in a capacity that should test their clients, but not necessarily leave them concerned or in pain or anything like that. Just helping the clients build the confidence in a way that they can then repeat consistently and therefore expand the options that the practitioner can use in the
0: studio. Great. I'm sure many people will be keen to get some of those key takeaways. We all can't wait for your presentation coming up at the conference in Melbourne in August, Rob. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Thanks so much for your time on the call, and we look forward to seeing you at the live presentations in August.
1: Looking forward to it. Thanks, Bruce.
0: There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, sources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.